Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast, which is a podcast all about how everyday technology is accessible for disabled people, and how technology can become even more accessible overall as well as what the most accessible bits of tech for you to buy are and to give tips to tech companies on how they can make their technology even more accessible. My name is Thebes and I have been paralysed from the neck down since I was three years old in 2001, meaning that I can't leave without the help of a ventilator and tracheostomy tube or move anything other than my head and for this reason I have had to find other ways of using everyday tech which is hence why I created this podcast as well as my Thiebstahl Tech Reviews website altechreviews.co.uk and the PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel so I can advise other disabled people on what technology is the most accessible for them. You can listen to this podcast by searching for it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible and Spotify. However, if you'd like to support the podcast and the content I produce in other ways, you can also support it by going over to the Thieves Now Buy Me A Coffee page, which is linked below which is where you will also be able to give me a one-time donation, find exclusive episodes that aren't part of the podcast, and check out a shop that I plan to open at some stage, so please consider checking it out. In this episode... We're going to be hearing a comparison podcast episode of the types of switches you can use with the Xbox Adaptive Controller, which I reviewed in the last episode. And like all of the other episodes before, the main bit of audio that you're going to be hearing in this comes from a video that was originally uploaded to my YouTube channel and the date of one of which this video was originally uploaded was on the 9th of August 2019. However, I have added a few custom sound effects to the podcast so that it sounds like a really immersive podcast experience. But as always, the link to the video that the episode is based on is in the notes below, so you can check it out if you would like to.
However, I just want to add in another note as well that some other external switches packages have been introduced to the market since I originally recorded the video. Brandy, me and bit of audio that you are about to hear in this. The most notable of which is the Logitech Adaptive Gaming Kit, which I will be covering later on in this podcast in episode 39. But I might do an updated version of it at some point, though I don't have any plans to do anything like it just yet. But yeah, that will come out at some point on the YouTube channel, possibly first. But also, while most of my other podcast episodes have concentrated on a single company, this one actually includes a couple of companies. And those are AbleNet, Microsoft, Liberator, and Mobilesoft. But I'm just going to also add in as well that going back a few years when I was first setting everything up, I was able to spot some of these switches on the Apple Store website. That no longer seems to be the case. But for anyone who is physically disabled under Apple fans, it might be a good idea to keep an eye out on their website, as I just might not be seeing it. But anyhow, let's now get straight into the episode. For those of you who don't know what accessibility switches are, they are switches which help disabled people do many of the everyday activities that able-bodied people often take for granted. Gaming is one of the modern forms of entertainment and can be enjoyed on many different platforms. Following on from my reviews of the Xbox One S Minecraft Edition and Xbox Adaptive Controller, I will be reading these switches so we can see which one of them is best. Just a warning that all of these switches have been developed by different companies, but this is not a sponsored video. Number five, the spec switch. The spec switch is smaller than other switches on this list and is available in green, blue, yellow, red and black. Its box has a picture of the switch itself in whichever colour you ordered with the AbleNet's logo and what the package includes on the back. When you bring it out, you see the spec switch itself, a flange, flush and strap accessory basis strap and a quick startup guide. It includes a lead that can fit into the 3.5mm jacks on the Xbox Adaptive Controller. Although smaller than the body button, the spec switch requires much of the same pressure to activate. Like its counterparts, it can be plugged into any of the switch ports on the controller, but I feel like it is easier to press with a chopstick in my mouth instead of behind my head. Number 4. 
the controller switches on the Xbox Adaptive Controller. As explained in my last video, the switches on the Adaptive Controller come automatically programmed to the A and B buttons, but can be changed to whichever one you want. It's easy to switch between them and even the press is easy, but it does depend on what type of movement you have and how much pressure you can press with. The adaptive controller can be bought for around £75 in any Microsoft store. Number 3. Body Buttons Body buttons are medium sized switches for the adaptive controller, which come in all the same colours as the spec switch. They are suitable for people with small movements and to be pressed with a light amount of pressure. These are switches that I use for most of my gaming experience and they can be put wherever you want. But the only thing I don't like about them is that the red switch seems to be a wee bit stiffer than the other colours. So just a warning that any of the other colours might be a better option. So you can buy the body button switch through Liberator. Number 2. The Ultralight Switch the ultralight switch is a switch not even as big as your thumb and can be mounted easily to the Xbox wireless controller. It's easy to activate, needing only a very light amount of pressure and can work as a walk forwards button if you can only use one thumbstick at a time. To get this set up, you just have to plug it into the X1 or X2 ports and it can work with other switches. The ultralight switch can be bought through an American online shop called Mobilesoft. Number 1. The Big Red Jelly Bean Twist the Big Red Jelly Bean Twist Switch features a 2.5 inch activation surface and is recommended for users who are able to use a smaller target area. It comes with blue, green and yellow switch caps, allowing you to change to whichever colour you want. I bought this only because I needed more switches. But since it's arrived, it's become one of my favourites. Being a bigger size, it allows me to keep my head on it while moving the joysticks, instead of having to lift my head when I try to move. The stick is also very, very nice. The big red jelly bean dress can be bought from Ablenet and Liberator, but you can also get it for around £50 from the Microsoft store. These are only a few of the switches that work with the Xbox Adaptive Controller, but any other switch with a 3.5mm jack should also work. Judging them all together, I would rate the spec switch 3 stars, the controller switches 4, the body buttons four, the ultralight switch five, and 
they bake jelly beans with modern five. So what are your thoughts of the switches included in this episode? Have you bought any of them before? And if you did, how well do you think they work? I do think that there are quite a few of these external gaming switches that are nicer to press than others, but personally, I haven't been using them recently, and to an extent, I do think that a couple of them are really, really, really expensive to buy, which is why it may be better looking out for other packages that have a couple of switches in them. But again, you'll hear more about that in episode 39 of this podcast when I review the Logitech Adaptive Gaming Kit switches for the Xbox Adaptive Controller. But as always, if you would like to pass on some of your thoughts to me, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Facebook Tech Review site and on my other website, babylaw.com. And as I said earlier, the links to those are in the description. If you are interested in watching any of the videos I do on accessible technology, you can find more over on my PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel. And if you would like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos. You can see them by searching for Thieves Loud Journalism on YouTube. You can also follow my other podcast, the Thieves Loud Podcast, by searching for it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible and Spotify where you get everything that I cover on Thiebstyle Journalism and Podcast Forum, with some tech news stuck in there as well. But anyway, that's all for now. So the next episode that comes out will be a review of the PDP 100 joystick, and after that you'll be hearing my thoughts and an opinion piece I did a couple of years ago where I outlined my thoughts on the PS4. I plan to update this podcast twice a week until the 12th of August 2023 when I might have to change things around. But honestly, it could get more regular before then, so I can fit in some other tech stories that are happening throughout the year. So please just let me know what you think. But anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye!